Welcome to the Chasing Brighter podcast, a show about self-discovery and lifestyle tips for moms. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly, a wife, mom of two, and an independent consultant with my own company in Chicago. And I'm Jessica, mom of three, and owner of my own outpatient mental health practice in Nevada. You're about to go on a journey of self-discovery as we chase a brighter you. Every single week, we will bring you new episodes that will cover everything from lifestyle and tips to more serious conversations about grief, life, and hardships. Whether it's a duo episode or we have a guest, you are guaranteed to pick up a new tool or feel less alone. This one is for the moms that have forgotten how to make time to keep their spark alive. Allow this show to be a reminder to always keep chasing a brighter version of you. Let's get into it. Welcome to today's Mom Talk. How are you doing today, Kelly? Good. How are you? Good. One of the things I wanted to talk about a little bit was kind of being canceled. Things from our childhood that we love that I think are canceled. Okay. Okay. So I've been trying to be very present with Giovanni and we've been playing board games and I got out the board game, guess who? What's the first question 1988 Kelly would have asked? Is it a boy or a girl? Yes. So already I was like, oh, not feeling good about that question, right? So is it like gender specific roles and things? Well, I have, I don't think I have the most updated guess who. Okay. So these are games from when I would go to used sales and Goodwill and stuff and buy old games and use them for play therapy. And so it was interesting because Giovanni, who is Gen A, right? They just see the world very differently. And he had a very hard time with, with identifying genders. And so he put all these down and then couldn't guess the right one. Because he couldn't tell the difference between the men and the women. I love that. And so I think it's beautiful. And this is why this generation is beautiful. And our generation was falsely raised in what we thought was a binary world, right? Yeah. So mustache equals boy, lipstick equals girl kind of thing. And so I was interesting looking at the features of these characters. Anyways, I was just like, so I was like, I don't think guess who? I guess there's a game anymore. What's yeah, the new yeah. guess who? It's teaching you profiling. How do you yes. ask yes or no questions on the way people look, right? I was immediately feeling not good about and it. Judging but I started people the game. by the way they look. Yes. And so I decided we're going to finish this and then not play again. And he wasn't really aware of it. He yeah. just didn't know he'd have to ask me, is this a boy or girl? And then I felt not good answering that question, right? Yes. Um, then Gabby and I were watching shows and I was like, Gabby... I don't know what we watched first, but I said, let's watch 16 Candles. And I was kind of joking. And I said, let's see how far in we get before it's canceled. You guys, if you have not seen 16 Candles recently, I want to say five minutes, five, maybe five minutes. They say it's racist. They say, oh, they say the word F-A-G, which I want to say. They say Every time the Chinese foreign exchange student comes on, they play a gong noise. Gabby, I mean, I think we got 15 minutes in and she was like this. I don't want to watch this. So I am trying to be a moderate on these views instead of a raging liberal, which is screaming in my brain maybe. But I think that some of these things are lost on kids or things that we love that movie 
I don't remember any of that being the case. So I don't think it's not lost on kids now. Yes. Gabby, Gabby noticed that it we... right away and was like, oh, it was so cringy and uncomfortable for her that we stopped the movie. So I think that maybe that's why a lot of these movies are getting remade to be a little bit more relevant to the times than they were back then. I That's mean, interesting. I just, really yeah, interesting. I think about it through the lens of our programming. Just like, God, if you want to say you don't have hangups or that there's not programming from what you're exposed to, it's just kind of like, wow, um, just experiencing the game and the movie. And you're like, wow, our generation is probably super fucked up. I no, think there are things that were accepted, socially accepted, social norms right. that are no longer acceptable. And I think that you as an individual can choose how you want to, as a parent, raise your kids, as an individual, respond to that new perspective on things. I think where you're coming from and where we're trying to raise our kids is to come from a, a point of view where all are welcome all are included. And so to do anything that you feel calls out a specific group of people in a way that makes them feel like not welcome is troubling, right? I remember the four night exchange student and 16 candles. I remember not feeling good about that. And I knew that was inappropriate by the way we were being raised. And I think it just goes to show how important representation is in media and I think that things are shifting and looking better and more positive. So anyways, that was just, it was just interesting because, yeah, I just wouldn't have thought those things. And I, and I, personally, I, I don't think I'm trying to have some kind of like political view about it. It just felt bad to me the way I'm living my life now and the way I'm raising my kids. Those two forms of media did not align with where the Clarko kids and I are going. We watched. Die Hard with the kids. I realize it's rated R. And I don't know. I sometimes think the older movies that are rated R might be considered PG-13. There was a lot of F-bombs, but there wasn't so much like sexual innuendo stuff. So I was kind of okay with the kids watching it. But it is, it's very interesting just the level of like gender stereotyping that goes into a lot of older movies that I don't feel are happening now. Well, I thought it was what you were saying, but I'm wrong. 16 Candles is PG. And 10 minutes in, they show the popular girl totally naked taking a shower. It is rated PG. Shrek is rated a PG. And if you look it up, it says, although it's rated PG, it was released before PG-13 existed. Oh, this is an adult comedy. Hmm. Because we were like, when the girl was naked, we was like, okay, that was like, Oh my! It was so. I thought, like you, I thought that things that were aggressively rated maybe wouldn't be rated so harshly. But it was, anyways. With that movie, it was the opposite, and that was crazy. I need to sit with that a little. That's my, that is not my favorite movie, and my favorite movie is Pretty Woman. Okay, which there's a whole lot of layers to that discussion. Yeah. I think even as a teenager, I didn't think like. Oh, I wish I could be a prostitute <laughs> that gets courted by a, a millionaire or whatever. Yeah. So when you watch it again with a different lens, it's interesting. 
Okay, so here's what I want to talk about. So we were out of town at PodFest for five days and had an amazing time. And it just is a time when both of my kids' sports is like ramping up. And so my husband found himself driving the kids around all the time. Uh, West started baseball, which is a lot of driving. And so when I came home and I was like, how was the week? He was like, oh my God, I was like in the car all day on Saturday. And I was like, yeah. So kudos to those who are single parents who are doing some of these things because it's a lot. Secondarily, this is hilarious, Jess. I didn't tell you this. So Wes's practice is like a stone's throw from a target and we live in the city, so we don't hit target that often. But if you have nothing to do, where do you go? Right. The two days that Wes had practiced while I was gone, Brian was like, oh, Beck, let's go to Target. He's like, I've never been to Target that long. He's like, we walked up and down every aisle. He's like, every time I left, there was like $100. <laughs> and it's like, and the things that I, I don't even know if he could, sh- he bought snacks for the kids. And I'm sure that's like when you're with the kids and you're like, okay, that doesn't seem so unhealthy. Sure, you can add that. Now there's like a bazillion snacks that they ate like one of and don't ever eat again. Then Beckett found this, it's a, it's a fuzzy pillowcase. It's like a fuzzy blanket, but it's a pillowcase, but it fits two pillows in it. So it's two pillows long. Oh, it makes it a body pillow. Yeah. And he was like, oh my God, I love this. He is obsessed with it. I was like, well, how much was he? He was like, oh, I 10 bucks. No, that's the thing. That's the thing on Target. It's only 10 bucks. So you yeah. can buy it. He is obsessed with the pillowcase. He is now, the other night, he was like, hold on. And before he went to bed, he took the pillows out of the pillowcase and like nuzzled himself in the pillowcase like like a sleepy bag. (laughs) And he's got his like fuzzy pajamas on and everything. And I was like, okay, I know you love this pillowcase and I appreciate that you want to like enjoy it more. But in the middle of the night, you're probably going to get hot. And you're probably going to wish that you didn't put yourself into a cocoon that you can't get out of. <laughs> he was like, okay, I think you're right. And so he like wiggles himself out of it. But sure enough, woke up this morning, brought that. It's now a sleeping bag for a uh, 10-year-old. Yeah. That's so funny. Like the small things that make them excited. Yes. And I love that Brian is like, dude, Target. Oh. Oh. Well, buddy, yeah, you're like 10, 20 years late. Yeah, on this I know. One, but... Justin does that. He he does that because he doesn't go to the store. So like, I went to the store, and they'll be like, "What is happening?" He's like, "I bought Doritos and look at and all these things." And you're like, "What's happening?" Um, I wanted to share this. I think we talked. To, I I I wanted to keep things fresh because I think because I know we talked about some podcasts, but I wanted to talk about it at Mom Talk. We go to a pediatrician that lets me do all three of the kids' wall checks together. We can all be in the same room around the same time for the appointment. She saw Gabby. She saw Dominic. And then Gio just turned nine. And she said, do you have any concerns? And Gabby and Dominic both threw me under the bus. And they were like, we have concerns. He watches way too many screens. He's on his iPad all the time. Oh, my gosh. They were like, and he eats terrible. All he does. (laughs) Let's eat snacks. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna leave now. Thank you. you. What oh, was the look on oh, your face? God. Were you just like pipe down kids? Or were you like I, so caught off guard I by I was your just, children ratting you my out? My was on the floor and I was like <laughs> reading the doctor whether or not the CPS was gonna be called or whatever. <laughs> and she started laughing. And she thought I, I really thought I was gonna get like a lecture. And she thought it was so funny. 
And she talked to them about that they're a different generation than Giovanni and that things are a little bit different than when they were kids. Because when they were kids, and it's true, she was like the iPhone. She like knew the year the iPhone came out and the year the iPad came out. And she was just talking about how it's a little bit different generation. And I told her that, and I really do believe this. I think that I am really strict with screen time and really strict with what Giovanni has to do. And we set timers and we have, he doesn't have a phone. He has friends with phones. He isn't allowed most video games. And so I think it's appropriate. Gabby and Dom aren't there, but he has to reach these milestones. And then he also has to take a break to earn time. So he'll play the piano. I'll have him read to earn time. So I I think it's about a balance. And so I shared that with her. Like, I think it's about a balance. And if he has these things done, he earns time. I also told her now his friends are online and on his iPad. Most of the time he's FaceTiming a friend. So it's his social connection too, right? And then with the food, it was really funny, but she thought it was really funny. And then at the end of the session or the end of the meeting, they were saying more stuff about Gio and throwing him on the bus. And she was laughing so hard. And she was just saying, she she's really sporty. I think she played soccer for a long time. And I know, I think her kids played soccer. And she said that she was watching this thing on American football that she doesn't really know a lot about football. But there was this guy who's this amazing up-and-comer football player. And they were interviewing him. And it's because he was the youngest of four. And he said that he always had to fight. And so she said that Giovanni is probably going to be the best athlete of all of them because he's having to fight all these things and keep up with all these siblings. Yes. And so she was seeing the the positive of him being the youngest trying to keep up with them. So it was really funny. But I did want to die. And I know my face was hot. I love that in some ways, first of all, and we know every kid, there's a dynamic of siblings. Yeah. And we know that your oldest takes a little bit of a motherly point of view with your youngest. Yeah. And so I think it's absolutely adorable that she feels that her parenting observations as a 16-year-old are spot on. And she's very concerned about her little brother. And Dom is very concerned, which is funny. And also with Dominic, which not as much from Gabby, but it's not fair. So Dominic's things are, it's not fair. So if Gio gets something before the age that Dominic got it, it's not fair. So we got, this is funny. Giovanni got a gaming laptop for his birthday. And Dominic, when he found out we're going to get him a gaming laptop, was pissed off for about 30 days. And every day yelled about it. And it's in my office. And he hasn't played it for four or five weeks. Because you're a kid, right? And it's like, I know him. And I know that's not something he's going to be on all the time. Dominic. That's something that we pushed off for him because he has a problem regulating himself. And if we got him one at a younger age, he would never have left it. Does that make sense? And so anyways, it's just really funny. They're funny. Well, and part of what I've been trying to do is, first of all, because we were 18 months apart, my initial parenting strategy for many years was everything equal. Because there was like this big thing about equivalency as... I think you take your parenting from how you were raised. And so for whatever reason, it seemed like we always got the same stuff. Everybody was like, oh, you need to have the same stuff. Whereas now, and because my kids are four years apart, I have started more to be like, yes, because he's older or yes, because he's having this and things aren't different. You're not the same. Yes. And so everyone sort of gets some wins and some losses and you just have to deal with it. In fact, Wes is allowed to play video games during the week and Becca does not. Mm-hmm. And Becca does not complain about it. Now, granted, it is the youngest and maybe they feel slighted 
and they've just given up on life. (laughs) Yeah. And perhaps if the tables were turned, I would hear no end with Wes. Yeah. But I do think the oldest, also being a teenager, I don't know, sometimes you feel like they're always trying to arm them with an argument. There's this like scorekeeping they have somewhere that it's like, you did this. So I'm going to remember that because when I need to justify why I bought some talkies through Grubhub to arrive at home when I got there from school, that I can say, oh, yeah, but you did this. Right. Uh, So they like have this secret one-upsmanship. Yeah. Yeah. They're hysterical. They are. As we say, they are a blessing. We do. Am I supposed to say something (laughs) else? (laughs) Brian and I always say that. Brian and I always say they're a blessing because like sometimes they just drive you crazy. Hashtag blessed. I scheduled Gabby's driving test yesterday. Yay. On April 5th. Does she feel like she's going to be ready? Of course. She's ready to go. She thinks she's a great driver and she's ready okay. tomorrow. Does uh, she have to have sur- how many more hours? Does she need more hours or is she ready to go? 15 more hours. Oh, okay. So um, quick drive to, L- drive to LA and back. You'll be fine. I would like to have maybe three more lessons with the driving instructor because the driving instructor takes you through what the test will be. And I think I've shared already. I need to message them. I would like to, you can rent the driving school car for your test. And so I want to do that because if you have a test with all of these bells and whistles and stuff, you have to turn them all off. You can't have lane assistance or flashing or any Mm -hmm. of that stuff. And I don't have the desire to do that to my car. So yeah, so she'll, so there's not a lot of direction. And I have, I don't know if you get this way, but the DMV really scares me. Like I get a lot of anxiety about having the right paperwork and the right documentation. Yeah, I have 100% experience that they're going to be like, you are missing things. You have to leave which has never happened to me, but I still have this fear and anxiety. And so when I went to schedule the exam, I had to put in her driver's license number and all of her information. And I said, find a thing. And they're like, well, you can schedule February 4th. I know she can. It has to be six months or past when she got her permit. And so I'm very nervous that we're going to go there and they're going to say, you can't have the exam today. What, What were you thinking? And then we'll have to wait like longer. I'm very nervous that about this appointment I chose. Brian gave me advice. So I had to have my address changed. And he was like, here, I have this documentation if you want to use it. And I was like, "Mm." I grabbed some of it. I couldn't find it the day that I finally scheduled an appointment to go get it done. And I got there. And because you had to do a credit card, a utility bill, credit card bill, blah, blah, blah. Well, I have a Nordstrom credit card. So I gave my Nordstrom credit card statement. And they're like, hmm. That won't work. It has to be a major credit card. I was like, well, this is tied to a visa. They were like, it doesn't say visa on the statement, so we cannot accept it. So they were like, well, who do you bank with? And so the bank that I bank with was right across the street. They're like, just go over there and have them print out your latest banking statement. That'll work. I immediately left, did that, came right back, got right back in line. It was no big deal. But Brian said he brings double the documentation they request. I do too. That's what I did. So... I had a whole file and they were like, you're insane. When I went with for her thing, I had just how they're like, you can have this, 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 this or this. So I have one of all of yeah, those. That's things. good. Like, These you should be OK. But I don't think she needs anything because we already did that. She has a real ID. Her permit is a real. Oh, ID. it's just going to turn to. And so legal, I, basically. I'm hoping we don't need anything because we already did that. And all she's doing is taking the driving test. OK. I mean, obviously, I will read. I have to. Does it say restricted on her license or anything, or it just looks like a regular license? It's 
vertical okay. and not horizontal because she's under 21. I believe that's why. Okay. And yeah, I believe it says permit on it. I'd have to go look at it. So if she takes a picture, can you talk to her about smiling without showing your teeth to make her look presentable? So if she does happen to ever have her mug shot in use, she doesn't look like a convict like the rest of us in the world. You're saying that's the photo they use for the mugshot? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. They I think they do. Yeah. on file. Well, I mean, maybe they take, well, if you, I guess if you become a fugitive and they haven't arrested you yet and they put you on the news, they use the DMV mugshot sometimes. Okay. We didn't know until her ID came whether she smiled, but I, they didn't have, you said Chicago says no teeth in the smile. There were no directions for by us. I mean, it's so fun. Speaking from it, like our own time, we drove. Everybody drove. For our parents, it was a tremendous ease that they didn't have to shuttle us around everywhere either. And I think that yeah. that's some of the bonus. I mean, I I'm sure there's a lot of worry. I like her April birthday. So I'm thinking right now she's driving. I'm in the car, obviously, driving to school. So I want her to keep driving to school every day. So that just becomes something that's so comfortable for her. We do have to get on the highway. to go. I mean, we don't have to, but we take the highway yeah. just for like three exits for school. And so I want to be comfortable that when she turns 16, she can drive to school. And it's just a couple months. Not even. It's like six weeks. Okay. I see what you're over. saying. But I just think it's good. Then we have the whole summer to really, really get comfortable with her driving. That's awesome. And I feel totally fine with her in our area and not getting on the highway like she said she wants to take Dominic to go get a Starbucks. Just her driving around the area. Well, she can get to mom and dad's without any of that, too, or pretty easy. Yeah. I mean, where we live, you don't have to get on the highway for anything. Yeah. Right. Um, but she will be in the fall actually going. I guess we have to figure out the schedule. I just realized we have to register for classes. We will figure out what her schedule is, but she'll be actually going to CSN and not the school. Mm -hmm. And so I was telling her she could pick a first period class. That way she could take her brothers to school. That's all I've got for mom talk. This is a good catch up. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our latest episodes as soon as they drop. If you love today's episode, please share with another mom. If you want to know more about Kelly and I, want to find more of our blogs, tips, tools, resources, check that out at ChasingBrighter.com. And we interact with you on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Brighter. Thanks. We'll be here next week.